Welcome to Force Points to the Point Cybersecurity Podcast. Each week, join Eric Trexler and Erica Pierce to explore the latest in government cybersecurity news and trending topics. Always covered in 15 minutes or less. Now, let's get to the point. Welcome back to To the Point. This is Eric Trexler, your host. And Erica, once again, is missing. We're going to complete our conversation from last week with Dan Velez, Director of IT Consulting Services, Insider Threat, excuse me, Insider Threat Consulting Services at Forcepoint. So Dan, let's let's pick up from where we started last week. Welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you, Eric. Thank you. So one of the things we didn't talk about last week, we, could, we, we spoke a bit about the reasons for an insider threat program. We spoke about the universality of an insider threat program, whether it's government or commercial industry, whatever it may be. Let's talk about the stages, if you will, of setting up and running an insider threat program. I know this is where you spend the bulk of your time. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, typically our our, our customers are, they're engaging with us as they're exploring our technologies. And they're typically in the, what I call the initiation stage. I see three distinct stages uh, that our customers go through as they develop what are those? those. Yeah, they're insider risk management programs. They, they typically... Um, uh, uh, start in what I call the program initiation stage. Okay. Um, and then from the program initiation stage where s- some of the, the, the groundwork elements are placed, they uh, head into a planning stage, which helps them really uh, define where they are and where they want to go. And then finally the implementation stage where that's the building things, that's the deliverables that's, and, and, and so on. Um, and, and how do they get to initiation? I feel yeah. like we're almost missing the need to do something, which I know we spoke about last week, but when does the light bulb come off for most of these customers like, like sure. is, it, is it a board member? Is it a, is it an actual loss? Yeah. It, you know, it's any or all of the above. That's, that's exactly right. I call it, I, I, in my description, I just call it their senior leadership resolve for some reason. Um, it might be, uh, I think we touched on last week, um, the compliance issue. So it might, you know, a compliance requirement may get to the C-suite, and they may recognize that there is a gap or a need uh, for for this. So, it, you know, senior leadership resolve may be from compliance. Senior leadership resolve may be for the bad thing that was in the newspaper last week, and someone gets a finger pointed in their chest to say, "Hey, make sure this doesn't happen again." For whatever reason, there's senior leadership resolve um, to initiate um, these. So, program. something happens. Yeah. Senior leadership usually comes in. These aren't these programs aren't started by individual contributors in most cases. Somebody comes in and says, "We need to do more around this, or we need an insider threat program." What? Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we need to make sure that thing that happened last week, you know, doesn't doesn't happen again. And 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 suddenly someone has been named. Um, in case of one of our services, you know, I heard this story about you know a room of all these um, generals, you know, standing around and the boss looking around and saying, "Who's going to make this happen?" And someone stands up. So there's 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 a selection. Somebody of, uh, stands of up and says. Yeah, ma'am, I will do that. That's exactly right. That, that's exactly right. So now we have now we have a leader, and they find themselves in the program initiation stage. And what that typically means is there is an attempt to define and authorize the program. So describe what is the effort 
about? What is it that we're trying to achieve? Um, and do we have the necessary authority? So maybe, you know, that this, this volunteer who had their finger, you know, finger put in their chest, um, will get that codified in a, you know, in a, a directive instruction, a letter, a charter, or something that says, this is my person in charge um, uh, of the insider risk management program. They, you know, have the authority uh, from this organization to conduct this, this business. So we're identifying stakeholders. We're getting a work group together of a cross-functional team of human resources, security, um, physical security, IT, legal, legal. That's right. And these days, privacy, right? The privacy officer involved as well. Um, you know, and so other stakeholders, depending uh, upon the organization, the, the one key activity in this stage is, uh, training the team. So often uh, when I'm walking into the customer set, they think they're in the planning and implementation stage, um, yet everyone at the table doesn't really have a common understanding of the problem, the problem from in terms of historical perspective and, and what is the state of the art of risk management and so on. So, you know, an important element in the initiation stage is bringing in a team of experts to train, you know, even, even if it's a, a, a one-day workshop, uh, on best practices, best practices for the controls that need to be implemented, uh, technical and non-technical, best practices um, for the program itself, how it should operate, the governance that it should um, uh, lay down, to, and, and, and deciding how to decide things, right? So this initiation stage is really, really important. Typically, like the deliverables we see come out of this, this stage are a charter, a business case, a core policy, and the initial messaging uh, to the workforce uh, about the effort. And that then, begins that begins at initiation. We're yeah. already communicating. Mark Kelton, who teaches at Georgetown, who was on the podcast in the uh, late winter of, of 19, um, said that's the most criti- one of the most critical pieces. Right? Absolutely. Communicating to the workforce. So we're already doing this in the beginning. That's right. And right, a training is cheap, <laughs> right? How much, you know, right? We're, we're, we're trying to uh, uh, modify our complete workforce behavior. We want to motivate and educate our workforce. We need them involved. Uh, I, in one study I saw, there was some, some 30% of, of the insider threat uh, cases over the last couple of years. In 30% of those cases, uh, someone knew something, right? Someone knew something. If only the entire workforce had been A, well-trained to spot indicators, and B, had an opportunity or were knowledgeable about a means to report it, and then C, the organization uh, actually reacted and responded appropriately to that, we wouldn't have had an insider threat. So absolutely, training and awareness begins right there, right early on. And in fact, my little trick, Eric, um, when I'm talking to my uh, commercial customers is I bring in in marketing. I bring in someone from like corporate messaging. So you might bring in like in, in, on our government side, we might bring in someone from like the PAO uh, office, um, someone who understands the culture inside the organization and can begin to help shape the messaging um, to the workforce. You call that your little trick. It, it don't take this the wrong way. It sounds so simple and elegant. It comes out of some 
you know, bumping our heads. So this is the experience that, you know, we've had over years, uh, just a, a, a little nuance, you know, the training uh, lexicon here, you know, uh, uh, similarly, I like to start a project page, you know, uh, everyone uses a, some type of a portal to manage their project and put their schedules and deliverables and so on. Um, another one of these little tips and tricks is we begin to put a lexicon there describing our words. You know, when we're talking about an event or we're talking about a critical event or we're talking about a policy. Um, when we bring around, bring together a group of stakeholders that t- haven't typically worked together like HR and uh, CIO's office and legal and the privacy office, you know, when we say the word policy, it may mean different things uh, to to different folks sitting at the table. So just agreeing on, you know, like incident kinds of terms and policy response and incident, you know, procedures and so on, agreeing on terminology and getting that uh, kind of discussed and surfaced early on in the program in concert with that training, really a key element for success in my experience. So initiation, the most critical phase Yeah, absolutely. Because I think it really defines the why, you know, if you don't have a clear picture of the why you have to, you, you have to end up trying to redefine it later. So yeah, the why is really important. The why the, uh, you know, other elements of the business case, of course, would be the who, what, when, where, how, and why, but you know, the why, um, making that crystal clear. So look at, look at, um, uh, our own program in Forcepoint, you know, in Forcepoint, we say, um, this is not, uh, a program that's going to be used to manage. Spy on you. Yeah, yeah. We're not right, going to use right. this to manage your performance in in the workplace. If you're watching cat videos all day, and someone comes to the insider threat cell, the insider risk management cell, and asks for data to see if you're watching cat videos, they get shown the door. You're like, see you, right? That's your manager's problem. That's not this. So, so defining the why, uh, really, really important. Um, and, uh, the, I think the last important uh, piece though, that I, I, I wanted to highlight was the thing that got us started to begin with, and that was the senior leadership resolve. So one of the key piece here in all three stages, initiation, planning, implementation is providing the necessary information back up the chain of command to maintain the senior leadership resolve that, that, uh, you know, really initiated um, this activity to begin with. Really important. And that changes over time. Let me, let me summarize what I've heard you say then. Just like in life, in anything, the why we're doing something is so important to communicate out. The second piece is communication, both up and down to the people that you're, that you're going to be protecting and working with and up to senior management, the stakeholders who said, we need to do this. That's, those are critical components of initiation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Communication, communication. So then we go to planning. Yes. Planning, planning. Talk to me about planning. Sure. So planning, you know, planning, uh, is basically a, an assessment of where are we today and where do we want to go? How do we get there? So I rely on the NIST cybersecurity framework and its um, cybersecurity program development model to help us here. The model, if you, uh, they have a nice flow chart 
in the NIST cybersecurity framework um, that describes the development of a cybersecurity program. So it talks about prioritization and orientation. And those are really, those are the things that we did in our initiation phase. That is, we get the business kind of, of, of this um, issue well understood and, and a clear direction of, of, of what our purpose and aim is. The next bubble in that flowchart is current profile. That is, take a picture of where you are today. Um, and so at Forcepoint, one of the services that, that we offer and the, and the way we achieve that bubble is we can conduct, say, an insider threat vulnerability assessment. So we're a partner of Carnegie Mellon um, SEI Insider Threat Center, and we're authorized to conduct these insider threat vulnerability assessments. And that is one way of measuring where where your organization is with respect to defense against the insider threat against Carnegie Mellon's best practices and and, and controls, both technical and non-technical. Okay, but what you're what you're really saying is baseline. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. That's okay. Thank you. What do you do? What do you, uh, what do, you so do with take, that? Thank yeah. You so we take. Yeah. So we take the baseline. That's right. So you take that baseline, um, and it's really important now for each organization um, to conduct a risk assessment. Now that you know where you are and what you what you have what you don't have what your strengths and weaknesses are it's important for each organization to put a risk eyeball on this and determine what's most important here um, what you know what is it that we're trying to defend and protect so this risk assessment really uh, involves really relies on the customer really actively participating in this portion of the process to to ensure that their individual needs, their requirements are being um, uh, analyzed. That informs the development of a target profile. So now that we know and have an understanding of our greatest uh, needs, our, our, our greatest vulnerabilities, um, and so on, we can develop a target profile that defines what controls we want to have in place, what controls are appropriate for our organization. Is, is that the end of planning and we get to implementation or is no. there more? Yeah. So now, 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 we're, now we're looking at the delta, right, between the current profile, the baseline, and the target profile, where it is we want to go. We've got a gap that's developed, and now we can lay this down in a project plan. So that is the second little secret sauce item is every insider threat program manager um, needs to have a, um, the assistance, requires the assistance of an experienced project manager because that's what we're doing. We're executing a project um, and um, the program manager who is spinning lots of plates um, technical controls, non-technical controls, communicating with senior leadership, uh, uh, talking to policy teams, keeping stakeholders communicating, and so on, really needs to understand that uh, you know there's a need to develop a Gantt chart and to track it and to report it. So uh, I like to get a, a, a seasoned project manager involved here uh, during the planning stage. Okay. At once we have that ready to go, I'm assuming we move to implementation. We are. Um, but again, while we're going through that planning stage, you know, we have to keep the senior leadership resolve taken care of. We have to make sure that there's information getting back to senior leadership about these plans, keeping them informed, keeping, keeping the current moving there. So constantly communicating back both up and down the chain 
here's where we are. Here's where we're going. We're on track. We're slipping in this area. Just, just communication though, keeping sure. the lines of communication open. Because one of the things that's going to come out of the planning stage are, are, and, and that gap analysis, some gaps, some gaps are going to be resource requirements, right? There's going to be funding requirements. There's going to be the identification in this stage of um, additional technical controls, which may translate into, hey, we need to buy some more technology for this area or that area. Okay. So we go to implementation. I'm assuming that's both technical, but there are program components to that. Yeah, that's right. So, so that that's that's very astute because th- these this is another one of our lessons learned. It's it's important to look at implementation um, in two different areas, and it's helpful sometimes for organizations to put assign a leader for those two areas. So first, you have that technical track. Um, the technical track is where um, tools like um, our insider threat management solutions or our behavioral analytics solutions are, are being implemented. There's this concept of um, data acquisition, data fusion, um, uh, development of triggers and so on inside of a hub, right? So this is where the technical activity is, is going on. And that is um, a separate, a separate, quite separate and different and requires different skill sets than the program track. That is building out the rest of the program, the, the non-technical controls, our governance and privacy procedures, um, our communications plan, incident response procedures, uh, uh, integrating this capability um, with our risk management processes inside of our organization and so on. So there's the program track and the technical track. And when they're managed uh, in the implementation stage with two leaders and, and an acknowledgement that they're, we're doing two things, yes, we're implementing technology, but it's not just a technology problem. We're, we're taking care of the whole whole person uh, uh, problem and, and providing governance for those technical components. When you have those two elements, um, you know, we have, we have success. And then of course, what am I going to say? Right. We're in the third stage. Senior leadership resolve. That's right. We have to maintain senior leadership resolve. So this reporting has changed, right? So you think back in the initiation stage, the kind of reporting that's, that we're making back up the chain or, you know, how, how are we doing in um, development of our governance and, and, and the who, what, when, where, how, and why. In the planning stage, we're talking very specifically about the what, right? Very detailed about the what and then, uh, and, and communicating resource needs and, um, and, and so on. Here at the implementation stage, we, this is where we may need our senior leaders to maybe break down stovepipes and open doors so that we can get to certain data sets or um, uh, communicate information across business units and so on. So maintaining that senior leadership is all very important, and you see that the kind of reporting across those three stages will evolve. So somebody comes and says, we have at the senior level, we have a problem and we need to do something about it. They initiate a program. They then do the planning for the program. They then implement the program. Sure. At the whole time, they're, the whole time they're communicating back to leadership. Here's where we are. Here's what we're doing. Once the program is implemented, are we done or is there a constant yeah. iteration? Yeah, this is, that's exactly right. There's a do loop. So if you look at uh, a PMI institutes, you know, kind of there's this, there's a do loop here. There were this constant assessment, um, review and continuous okay. improvement. Uh, last week we talked about my experiences beginning and launching an insider threat, insider risk management program, helping inside of uh, an agency 14 years ago. You know, today, 
they're still evolving. In fact, you know, that's a requirement. You, you, you have to examine and assess your insider threat program's performance, report upon that performance. Uh, in, in government, there's a mandate for that annual assessment, um, but it's considered a best practice for non-government entities. Every time there is an critical event in an organization, it is important, again, looking at the NIST cybersecurity framework, um, uh, you know, once you've recovered from the incident, it's important to have this lesson learned and root cause analysis and we figure out what controls didn't work. What controls did work? Um, where do we have a gap? What did we fail to consider in our risk assessment and, and uh, our, our planning you know, back a couple of years ago? And so it's important to kick back in a new requirement, a lesson learned. It's really a living, breathing program That's right. at this point that you have to sustain life with. You're, you're constantly feeding and changing and iterating. Sure. And this is what's different about insider risk management uh, so when we get the phone call, Eric, sometimes it's because they want to talk to us about a tool or a technology. And the Which view- is the wrong way to go. That's right. And the view is, I need to get this tool. And if I get this tool, whew, I can check the box, wipe the sweat off my brow, and I'm good. And that's just, it couldn't be farther from the truth. Our tools are uh, best implemented as a, you know, in a, in a support role, in a living, breathing, continuously evolving and improving uh, effort- uh, because uh, think back 15 years ago, you know, the specific risks inside the organization 15 years ago, very different, very, very simple, different than we're experiencing today. So the program must continue to evolve. You know, we're not going to stop here. Awesome. Okay. Last question. I know we're at the end of our time together. Really, really enjoyed this session as I did the last one. One word, one, one piece of advice for anybody thinking about or part of an insider threat program, give us one thing that over your, your 16 plus years of experience, you've learned that you can't live without. Communication and training. I'm sorry. I had to make it two words. <laughs> you cheated on us. You cheated. Okay. I'm your insider two. threat today. Okay. But <laughs> it, it, yeah, look, it's communication. Uh, I guess, you know, you could, you could call, I'm going to bury, I'm going to bury some training under communication. Uh, it's important that, um, that an organization begin to develop communication across stakeholders um, to employees, uh, from employees, uh, communication, communication, communication. And um, when that communication exists, the effort will succeed. Was, was the question related to insider risk management or life in general? I can't remember. <laughs> great, right? great, great That's right. There. Take, I'll take it to the hockey team. How's that? I, I, I coach a yeah. hockey team. We say the same thing. Communicate on the ice. No matter what you're doing in life, if we're communicating well, we're performing well. I couldn't have said it better, Dan. Thank you so much for joining us. Second week in the row, in a row here. Really appreciate what you're doing. I think globally customers out there appreciate what you and your team or teams are doing. Thank you so much to our listeners out there. Thanks for tuning in. Give us feedback. Give us any commentary. We love hearing it. It does help us drive the direction of this podcast. Uh, have a great week. This was To The Point. Thanks very much. Take care. Thanks for joining us on the To The Point Cybersecurity Podcast, brought to you by Forcepoint. For more information and show notes from today's episode, please visit www.forcepoint.com slash govpodcast. 
And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or the Google Play Store. 